This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Maximum Overdrive. Who made who? Where we deliver a hot, steamy load of fun again. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And you can probably tell by the fact that I just spoke after Chris earlier that Brett's not with us today, which is which is a goddamn shame. It really is, because this movie was tailor-made to upset and delight Brett. <laughs> it would have been a Brett emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Which would be uh, terrifying. Yes, but thank you, RCB, for at least attempting to push all of Brett's buttons. Yeah. Kudos to you, RCB. RCB! RCB! <laughs> but yeah, we say that because the music for this movie is done by ACDC. Yeah, and Brett has subtly shown <laughs> over time he doesn't care for ACDC. Which I don't goddamn understand. I mean, I like Brett. I love Brett. He's awesome. He's fun to have on the podcast. But for like that hill to die on as ACDC is terrible, terrible music. I don't understand. <laughs> There's so much worse music out there. Yeah. I mean, I don't care for ACDC, but I'm also not so vitriolic about it. I mean, I actively enjoy their popular songs because they're fun and they're entertaining I mean, they're not, I mean, they're not Drake where he just sounds bored all the time. They at least seem to sound excited to be singing what they're singing about, whether it's American thighs or dynamite or dirty deeds done dirt cheap. That's the same song, but I won't hold that against you. There's at least two songs in there, Chris. Nah, maybe. I don't know. ACDC is not my wheelhouse, man. <laughs> uh, but I saw that. I was like, God damn it. Why is Brett not watching this movie with uh, that's when it says music by ACDC? And I'm like, fuck, fuck. That would have been amazing to have Brett watching this. But no. So I'm sorry, everyone. We are bringing you a pale shadow of the podcast that you could have had. Yeah. Just a, a glimmer. Yeah, it's a it's a faint little firefly flick of light compared to the raging inferno of hatred that Brett would have heaped upon parts of this movie. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of this movie, Chris, where does it start? Well, it starts at the beginning because that's a thing with a big old TLDR. Yep. And the important thing to take away from text wall is there's a comet that the Earth is going to be stuck in the tail of for like a week-ish. So that's important, apparently. Yeah. And then uh, we cut to a bank. In Wilmington, North Carolina, where it is 79 degrees. Yeah, and also, fuck you. I mean, that's that the sign says that. That's not. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, but also fuck you. Yeah, but also but also fuck you. Uh, and uh, apparently, Matt Alex knew someone in this scene. 
or knows someone who was in this scene. Oh, from the, Horror Show Hot Dog. He talked about that for oddly enough, the last episode of Horror Show Hot Dog before this episode of Slaughterhouse Princess. He talked about knowing the dude in this opening scene of Maxim Overdrive, the guy who was at the ATM before Stephen King gets there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's amazing. So, congratulations, Matt, on weird synchronicity. Kudos to you. Yeah. Watch Slaughterhouse, or I'm sorry, listen to Horror Show Hot Dog. Yeah. And also listen to this. Yes. And watch this if you can. If you can, um, I'll start wearing pants. Yeah. Get out of my webcam, you weirdo. (laughs) Yes. But anyway, the ATM, uh, Yells at Stephen King, not literally, Call, but with text. It calls him an asshole very repeatedly. And he's like, this machine just called me an asshole. <laughs> Which I think may be the best line out of the whole movie. <laughs> it's it's the most like a thing a person would say. That's for goddamn <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Stephen King has a little bit of a like uncanny valley dialogue that he writes where it's Almost something a human being would say, but not quite something a human being would say. And we're going to talk about this movie, and you're going to say, man, there's some abrupt transitions from scene to scene. But that's not our fault. That's the way it's edited. It's super duper jump smash cut. Yeah. So jump smash cut (laughs) to the local uh, drawbridge. Not even the drawbridge, but the... The control center for the drawbridge where they're playing cards. Yeah, because apparently it takes two people to not use the drawbridge. I don't know. And apparently, like, you have to pay attention when playing cards. I also learned from this scene. Because you have to take your last draw. Yeah. And uh, the drawbridge springs to life all by itself. Yeah, the little knobs turn themselves, the little buttons press themselves. And all kinds of fucking crazy shit breaks loose. Yep, there's watermelons falling out of a truck, coming through people's windshields. Yeah, dude dude snaps the axles off the back of his truck, and then his truck falls into the water. There's a motorcyclist who uh, falls off of his motorcycle and then slides all the way down the bridge and then through a gap in the bridge into the water. There's a an ACDC themed van that slides around. Yep. There's a dude in white shorts and a white shirt who face plants into a bunch of watermelon mush. So I guess he's gonna need uh, some dry cleaning after that. Yeah. And the uh the drawbridge operators are like, oh man, that's not what should happen with drawbridges. Like, yeah, the lights aren't, the the green lights are on, the little arms haven't come down. We've got a situation here. No, really, like, that's kind of how it ends. Yeah, no, that's that's done now. That's, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah don't, don't worry about that, that just dead air that happened there. That's just kind of the dead air of the movie just hanging there like a stale fart. <laughs> Blank is a stale fart. Yes. <laughs> As he learned from Fire Walks With Me. Meanwhile, at the truck stop, a guy There's, with a, a truck shows up, and it's got a green goblin face on it. Yeah, I was kind of wondering how they got a, 
I guess Marvel comics weren't as big of a thing in 1986. At least in the movie industry. Because, yeah, that's like totally just like Green Goblin all over the front of that truck. But it's for Happy Toys with a Z. Well, yeah. They're ahead of the curve on that. I guess. And the, but the clown in the back has three tears coming out of its right eye and one tear coming out of its left eye. So I guess that means it's killed four people. Yeah, yeah. If my prison tattoo etiquette's up to date. Yeah. And we meet a whole slew of people. We meet... Yeah. Uh, Gordon... Gordon Chumway? <laughs> yeah, Gordon Gordon Chumway. <laughs> uh, or Gordon Gecko. I don't know. Whatever the fucking Emilio Estevez's character in Mighty Ducks was, it was Gordon something. I can't remember. Yeah, so we got Mighty Ducks... Uh, we have, uh, WKRP, the waitress who can't tune a radio. Yeah. We have uh, the, the proprietor, um, Pat, Pat Tingle. Actually, I think it's Pat Hingle, but I like to call him Pat Tingle. Mm, nice. Yeah. It's, I call him Chuck Tingle. That's fine too. And then uh, you got, you know, just assorted uh, people at the truck stop. It's unimportant. Yeah. Well, the the, the driver of the Green Goblin truck is, uh, he was on the wire. I think he was like a police commissioner or something in the wire. Mm-hmm. So his last name was Faison, but he's not, he's not the Faison from Clueless and Scrubs. He's a different Faison. And uh, just randomly. Oh. Information for our fans. And so uh, one of the fellas that works there heads out to fuel up the Green Goblin truck. And it stops filling up with fuel, so he stares down into it, because that's a good plan. Before we get there too far into that, Chris, did you notice that the diesel was a buck eight a gallon, yet he pumped like 10 gallons and it was $9 of gas? You know I didn't. Why not? I thought you were Captain Nitpick over there. I am, but not about the cost of diesel fuel. But uh, mathematically speaking, that's the, there's something wrong with those pumps. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that ain't right. Apparently the Ways and Means Commission, or the Ways and Means Department had not uh, measured or tested those pumps recently. Yeah, but... Also, the diesel fuel was black and slimy looking, so that's also not great. You know, probably bad for your engine. So he gets uh, squirted in the eyes because, of course, he fucking did. Oh, Duncan, that's who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, so they dig him into like the the office. Yeah, the office slash porno room. Yeah, because on like there's a cot, and above the cot on the wall, there's just like a shall we call it like a collage? Uh, yeah, of like Playboy pages or Hustler pages, nudie pages of some kind up on the wall, just wallpapering it, which makes me uh, wonder what happens there at the night shift, but. I don't think you need to wonder. I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I don't think I really want to know. I'll just continue to wonder and not know. 
And as this is going on, the uh, the game room they have is going crazy. Oh yeah, there's a pinball machine with like the multi ball going on, and it's playing itself. And then the top cracks, and the dude in there exclaims, "Yo, mama!" Yeah, like you do when a pinball machine breaks. I was like, "Yo, yo, mama, really?" <laughs> yeah, not the, not my lead in for that, but hey, yeah. And then the cigarette machine starts shooting out cigarette packs and coins, and then the dollar change machine just starts spitting out a bunch of coins. And rightly so, the dude just starts scooping all of it up because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And as all this nonsense is going on, the waitress lady from earlier, what couldn't do the radio right? Oh, oh, because the, so the cook, the cook is Gordon Chumway, and uh, he is being talked to by the pat healy the uh the leader of the the owner of the truck stop about how he really should you know work nine hours even though he only clocks in for eight hours and gordon chumway is like you know that doesn't really seem too legal to me and the guy's like well you know what the star on your star on your time card means that you're an ex you're that you're on probation because you apparently are an ex-con of some kind and uh, if you can't hold down a job, they're going to send you back to prison. So if you want to hold down a job, you really should uh, work these extra hours that I'm not going to pay you for. Yep. And then he laughs because he's a dick. Yep. And while that's going on, the waitress is at the the grill and she is making a hash of things. Uh, kind of literally because she's literally got like, you know, like squared hash browns and eggs and maybe even some corned beef in there that she's kind of all blending together on the grill in an inefficient, in a inefficient and not well schooled manner. Yeah, she's doing a bad job. Yeah. But, but then, and then as payment for that, the electric knife attacks her. Yep, and cuts her, and then tries to chase her, kinda. Yeah, though. Did it not have a cord attached to it when it attacked her arm, but then when it fell to the floor, it didn't have a cord, a cord attached to it while it chased her? I don't think it ever had a cord. Okay. That's fine. I thought it had a cord at first, and I was like, that mm, where the cord go? Continuity error? But I might have been wrong. I wasn't paying attention at the beginning too much. But then Gordon Gecko Chumway comes out and hammers the thing to death with a hammer. Yep. Meanwhile... At the local baseball place where kids play baseball, kids are playing baseball. Diamond? Yes, diamond. (laughs) Yes, and one team wins. Yep. As teams do. Even though the scoreboard says three to three later on in this this, uh, scene. And uh, apparently they play baseball in baseball jerseys and jeans. Right, you like I grew up in the middle of like Podunk, Iowa, and even we had like actual uniforms with like the T socks and everything. So I don't know why they got to just playing jeans. I I don't know anything about baseball, so yeah. well I did little league for a few years. So the the winning team gets sodas all around thanks to the coach. Yep. 
But the soda machine, the sides did rather shoot out sodas at a billion miles an hour at everybody. <laughs> yeah. And it like takes out the coach with a shot to the nuts and then a shot to the chest and then a shot to the head, which actually like kills him or at least fractures his skull and destroys his eye. And all the other kids just get like peppered with soda cans and collapse to the ground. So I'm assuming they died. So this was the part of the movie that Brett really enjoyed where the kids are getting killed. Yeah. So there's a couple of dead kids and a dead coach. And one of the kids is, uh, just kind of staring at it wearing a catcher's mask because that well, seems like a thing I'm to do. I'm assuming he's the catcher. Fair enough. And so he puts his mask on to protect himself from the can flying at his face. And then he runs off. But not before a steamroller shows up and mangles a kid. <laughs> yeah, because the kid's right off on his bike and apparently just hits a random pothole in the middle of the outfield. <laughs> yeah, just fucking goes... Head over ass. He goes he goes ass over tea kettle <laughs> and lands on the ground. And a steamroller just plows through the fucking outfield fence and just like Austin powers the kid. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's just like what the fuck? Uh it's so good. And then and then uh so yeah, so um the kid uh Oh, I can't think of the name from the Shawshank Redemption. But anyway, uh, oh, Andy DeFreeze uh, jumped on his bike and then uh, and rides his bike off into the sunset away from the steamroller. Yup. Jump smash cut. Now we're on a highway. We're on a highway with a just married couple. No, we're with the Bible men. Oh, the Bible mans. Yes. Because... A uh, running theme in Stephen King uh, fiction is that the Bible men's are not the nicest of men's. No. And he lives up to that reputation by uh, being a creepy creeper on his uh, girl he picked up who was hitchhiking there. Yep. And she's what, like in her 20s? Yeah. Presumably. But he keeps like touching her thigh and her inner thigh and she's like uh no 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 that's not okay don't do that and he's like bible blah 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 blah. how far are you going and she's like depends how how long you keep your hands to yourself and he's like what he's like she's like oh i don't really know (laughs) and uh they they get uh some radio in that says you know all the mechanical devices have gone crazy and to get off the highway immediately. Yep. So old uh, hitchhiker grabs the wheel in a move that will surely kill them all and <laughs> jerks the car off of the road. Coincidentally, do the truck stop. Yep. And so they get out there and they have themselves some diner food. And then one of the one of the trucks just goes all crazy and tries to run them down. Yeah. But but nobody's in it. Da, da, da. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Meanwhile. Now are we are we just married now, Chris? No, now we're with the kid again. Oh, fuck this kid. Andy Freeze. Yeah, and he's riding around town. All the sprinklers come on, and he's like, hmm, peculiar. 
Yeah, he like rides past all these sprinklers and they just turn on behind him like, you know, like like he's in some kind of like 1950s synchronized swimming dance number, you know, with the fountains and stuff that like are synchronized with the swimmers. Only he's just riding a bike past them. And then but he turns around, they all turn off and he's like, hmm. Peculiar. Weird. And then he's driving through town, riding through town, and you know, there's just dead people everywhere. And he's again, he's like, hmm, something seems weird here. And then uh he gets chased by a lawnmower, the least threatening of all mechanical devices. Well, I mean, I'm sure I could think of one other one that was less threatening given any time at all, but I can't. Electric toothbrush. Yeah. I think that would be less threatening. So he he runs from that, but then the, the ice cream truck. Yes. Clint Howard makes a cameo. Oh, wait, he sh- no, he doesn't. He shows up, and then he hides from it, and he's like, well, this is all fucked. I'm going to head to the truck stop because that's where all the action is. That's where his dad works. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Because we don't know anything about his mom, but we know his dad works at the uh, truck stop. And now we get to the just married his da- couple. His dad's the one who took the diesel bukake. Yeah. Earlier. Real now, classy. Yeah, real classy. And then, uh, yeah, now we're at the, the just married couple featuring Melvin and Lisa Simpson. Mm-hmm. And they... uh. They're stopping to get some gas, and they notice a corpse, like you do. And then a truck tries to kill Melvin. Mm-hmm. I call him Melvin because he reminds me of Melvin from the Toxic Avenger quite a lot. That's fair. Yeah. And then Lisa Simpson because it's fucking Yardley Smith. Yes. So they uh they get the fuck out of there, you know, what with the trucks trying to murder them and whatnot. Would you call that place Dodge, Chris? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. No, they're not trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. No, no, okay. No, I'm not. I'm not giving you that one. Okay. I mean, I Brett's not here, so I'm not going to spend like 15 minutes trying to get you to say like two words. That's fair. <laughs> like last episode. So back at the truck stop, which is a thing I'll say a lot. Yep. Old uh, Diesel Bukake is like, I gotta find my kid. And then the the asshole owner guy is like, yeah, you try to find your kid in the middle of this crazy apocalypse thing, I'll fire you. And he's and, like, yeah, fair trade, dickhole. And then he wandered, and then they're like, and then Gordon Chumway Gecko is like, um, how many fingers am I holding up? Eight? 12 and the and diesel bukake is like well i mean i do have a little bit of double vision but it is getting better and then he wanders out into the truck stop area and gets plowed over by the green goblin truck yeah like everybody saw coming i don't think anybody who watched this movie was like yeah, dude's getting run over at some point too, and he's getting run over by something. Oh, look, there's a truck. Oh, look, it ran him over. Squish. I'm shocked. Yeah. And then uh, one of the other trucks hits a uh, Bible man. 
His car. Yeah, his car. Because the Bible man's trying to sell Bibles in the diner by telling them, you know, that Bibles bring great wealth and fortune and health to you and good luck and whatever. And apparently they didn't work. I guess Jesus needed a Bible. And uh, and then so then this car gets hit and he's like, what the fuck? And goes out there to yell at people and then just gets, you know, knocked into a ditch by a moving vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Piloted piloted by nobody that we can see. And then all the all the semis at the truck stop decide that they're going to start circling the joint. Yep. They circle the wagons or or are they more like sharks circling? What do you think, Chris? More like sharks, I'd say. Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. So now everybody's trapped inside of the the truck stop. Back to the highway. We're are recently we married with, uh, couple. Lisa Simpson. Yep. And they see a bunch of trucks going the other way on the highway. And they're like, huh, that's weird. And then a truck chases them. And then it explodes in a crazy fashion after they manage to juke it. Yep. <laughs> they totally juke it. And it just roll. It drives off the road, rolls down a hill. And then explodes. <laughs> It doesn't just explode. It explodes about 26 times. Yeah. <laughs> the thing was carrying fire full of fire with other fire in it. Yes. But it took like a good like minute and a half for it laying there in the ditch to just suddenly explode for no goddamn reason. <laughs> yeah. It just catches fire and it's on fire and then a minute later explodes. It's like, oh, yeah, it's the 80s, and I crashed. I, I guess I should explode now. <laughs> so they decide to head to the truck stop because that's the thing you do. Well, that's where there's presumably a phone where they can call the police and tell them that a truck tried to run them off the road and then exploded. So they get there, and then they see all the trucks are circling around, and old uh, Melvin's Melvin. like, I got a super good plan. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to drive through a gap between those trucks because that should work out well. He's going to shoot the curl. Yeah. And Lisa Simpson's like, that seems stupid. And he's like, yeah, maybe. And then he goes for it. <laughs> and meanwhile, everyone inside's like, look at those crazy motherfuckers in that car. What are they doing? <laughs> yep. And uh, I mean, literally, that's basically what they say. Yeah, it's almost verbatim. Only it's more, I used more natural language than they would have used. Yeah, they were all like, Consarn it, those puss bags sure are acting inappropriately. <laughs> there we go. So, uh, needless to say, it doesn't work real great, and they get clipped, and their car flips over in a way that physics disagrees with. And therefore, Christie's disagrees with. Yeah. But don't worry, because dickhead owner guy has a fucking rocket launcher. Yep. So Gordon Chumway Gecko runs out there to to help them, and so does 80s hitchhiker lady. Do Mm -hmm. we have a name for her yet? Nah, hitchhiker's good. Yeah, so hitchhiker runs out there with him. And so they they drag Melvin out of the car and they come around to Lisa Simpson, but she's 
got her wrist wrapped up in the seatbelt. And she is just cursing up a blue streak about this goddamn motherfucking seatbelt, goddamn Melvin motherfucker, what the shit is, Bob Lund. And I was like, holy shit, Lisa Simpson's got a mouth on her. <laughs> yeah, there is something really surreal about hearing Lisa Simpson swear for three minutes straight. <laughs> but then the fucking, fucking hitchhiker pulls a straight razor out of her boot and hands it to Gordon Chumway Gecko, and he like, cuts her loose with the straight razor and they haul her out of there and they all get the fuck out of the way back to the, they all fuck off back to the truck stop. Mm-hmm. And back at the truck stop, there's a, a weak attempt at character development. Cause that's what this movie needs. All of a sudden a fucking hour in. Yep. And it turns out that Gordon Shumway robbed the grocery store or something. I don't know. It, he owed some dude, some money, and but the more interesting part, though, is that the fucking Chuck Tingle, the owner there, has like like a compound's worth of ar- of arms beneath the truck stop for no goddamn reason other than to like sell them, apparently. Yeah, I mean, when a guy shows up and offers you a good deal of military grade weapons, you don't say no, I guess. Yeah. But how? I mean, who is he selling arms to? Like truck drivers? Yeah, I mean, you know, did, you get your get your hamburger, fill up on some gas, a saw. Yeah, <laughs> buy a fucking AR fifteen for the road. You know. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't need light anti tank weapons while driving cross country? <laughs> That's the first thing I get on any good road trip. You need a light anti tank weapon. Yeah, you need a couple two liters of coke. Some Cheetos and a light anti and a law. That's what you need. <laughs> yeah. And uh I don't know. They the Gordon Gecko Shumway Shumway Esquire. <laughs> and Hitchhiker get caught down there and then they yell at the guy and the guy's like, Good point, I guess, and then leaves. I don't know. Yeah. And at some point they do it, and she says that he apparently boned her like a hero. Um, Whatever that means. Yeah, whatever that means. Uh, So waitress chick apparently at some point loses her shit and goes out and yells at the trucks that, that that we, I guess, as humanity made them. So I guess we've answered that eternal question as uh, who made who. Yeah, and man, I've seen some poor acting during the course of this podcast. I've seen some real bad shit, but this lady (laughs) takes the fucking cake. (laughs) I mean, I've seen worse because it's just it's very like flat, but she 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 runs out there. And then realizes there's no scenery within grabbing distance for which her to, for which for her to chew, but god damn it, does she try to chew some fucking scenery in that scene? Yeah, and all she's doing is just yelling, "We made you, we made you!" But good lord, yeah, yeah, it is amazing. And then she gets killed with a machine gun mounted on a. It's like. No, vehicle, that's is, the second time she goes on her "We Made You" tirade. Oh yeah, you know this time she just she just has to get she just has to vent a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, everybody's hanging out. It's nighttime. They hear Bibleman yelling from the uh, ditch nearby where he got thrown into earlier. Oh, not yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Have, well, did we skip over uh, Melvin and Lisa Simpson, like, doing hand stuff at the, the table? Uh, skip over is a generous way to put not talked about. <laughs> but, Cause, yeah, it's it sure looks it, like there's some chicanery going on over there. Yeah, but she's just, like, laughing through the whole thing. I'm like, man, if I was uh, attempting to make my lady friend happy with my hands and she was just laughing the whole time, don't know if I'd really be too excited about that. Yeah, well, I mean, any port in a storm? I guess. I don't know. But, yeah. and oh, We also get to see, like, Bubba's private shower stall. Like, the stall literally says Bubba's private shower on it. She maybe wondered what exactly goes on in there. Bubba being the owner of the uh, truck stop. And uh, so they hear Bibleman. So old uh, Gordon Shumway and uh, Melvin decide they're going to go save him. So they get a bunch of rope, a machine gun, a fucking law, and a sleeping bag? Yep. <laughs> and a flashlight. And they... Yeah, but- I guess maybe they're thinking they are put him on the sleeping bag and like use it to to carry him back, like as like a sling. Yeah, I'm not sure. So they they head like off bigger. to the shower sewage system, which just drains into the ditch apparently, which seems questionable. Wait, well, the shower is apparently just drained right into the storm drain, which I don't think is how that's supposed to work. But this is like the middle of like Poduck, North Carolina, so who knows? Yeah, and as all this nonsense is happening, old uh, kid from earlier has managed Andy to Dupree. he's biked his way over there and he's trying to crawl through the culvert to get over to the truck stop. Yes. And That's as his name. And as he gets over there, he ends up in the same ditch that the Bible man's in. And he uh, he says uh, to drag him to safety or else he's going to murder a kid. And like, then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Just as uh, Gordon Shumway and Melvin show up. And then they head back, I guess, because fuck it. Yeah, well, and then uh, like, uh, a truck tries to stop them from... Getting back into the culvert, the cement culvert, by like just crushing the front end of the the opening of the culvert with the front end of the truck. And they uh they get back to the safety of the truck stop, and old uh Andy Dufresne, he's like, yep. "Hey guys, I notice you're here, but my dad's not. What's going on?" And everybody's like, "Well, um, uh, uh." But then the other guy's like, yeah, he got got, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, there's no sense, you know, sugarcoating things for a child, right? I mean, they can totally handle any kind of emotional distress you can throw at them. Yeah, you know, all the machines came to life and are murdering people. Just scream at this kid, his dad's dead. That's cool. Yeah, which I think fulfills the, uh, the third week of accidental child abuse month. Hooray. 
<laughs> We're not happy. This is working out this way. It just is. This is yeah. not intentional. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how the next one goes. See if we can get a whole whole four weeks in or not. So everybody takes a well-deserved rest for the evening. And the yes. next day, a lot of the trucks are starting to stall out on account of they ain't got no gas. Right. And so then, I, how do you even describe this vehicle? It's like a little like flatbed truck with a tiny little front end with a machine gun mounted on top of it. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a really big AT. It's like a golf cart looking thing. But if you took the top off a golf cart, replaced it with boards and a fucking gun. Yeah. It's a it's a military uh, machine gun platform that I've never seen before. And it and a bulldozer shows up. And the bulldozer just kind of wrecks a little bit of shit. It kind of cleans things up, actually. Yeah, it's after. just, it's helping. Yeah, because, you know, after they, like, rocket launched a couple of the trucks and destroyed them earlier it clears them out of the way and i was like oh it's nice that these uh these killer trucks are just so neat and clean yeah and the yeah and is this when the waitress lady comes out again well first the uh the military platform thing opens fire and just kills a handful of people it kills dickhead guy wait which dickhead guy uh the owner guy Okay, because there's quite a few dickhead guys in this movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And a couple of other random people who had no real merit or value to the plot. Yeah. And this is when Waitress Lady goes on her second and final tirade. <laughs> Very final. Yeah. And, you know, informs every all the machines that they made them, blah, blah, blah. And she gets got for her trouble. And then the machine gun platform starts honking his horn in Morse code. Yep. And it says, hey, y'all better put gas in us. We won't murder you dead if you gas us up. And they're like, well, we, we'd love to, but the pumps aren't on on account of what you did with the electricity. But then they come on. Yeah, electricity comes on. As soon as they say, like, well, there's no electricity, so we can't run the pumps. All electricity comes on. So uh, they go out and they start gassing everybody up and there's a little back and forth chit chat between the various survivors and whatever. There's some some ACDC plays. Yeah. I believe that's Hell's Bells. Uh, they run out of gas, but then thankfully another truck shows up that has gas. So a now truck. there's more gas. Hooray. Yep. And uh, Gordon Gecko Chumway Esquire is like, I'm suffering from heat sunstroke. And the wire takes him back. It says, you know what? You should go back to the the truck stop. I, I can finish up filling up the underground gas tanks that gas stations have. And for some reason, that's important for no goddamn reason ever in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the survivors have a plan. See, what they're sure, going to do sure. is they're going to head to the local marina and get a sailboat. Because there's no electronics on sailboats except for the electronics that are on sailboats. And there's an island nearby where there's no cars allowed. 
Yeah, and it's so, called something I ironically perfect like sanctuary or some shit. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, no car island or something. Yeah. Wait and see island uh, for all you uh um Chuck Palnick fans. So they're uh they got a plan how they're all going to escape. And the plan consists of hand grenading the military truck and running away. Well, they're going to crawl through the culvert to get to the other side of the road because that's how the chicken cross the road. And then they're going to run. They're going to haul as much ass as they can to the marina because it's only a mile away, according to the sign. Yeah. So they'll take off. And when all of the trucks realize that they're gone, I guess they just wreck the fucking place. Yeah, I mean they're angry. They're just they're just unleashing their anger upon an inanimate object, Chris. Like you've never done that. Well, all right, I guess that's fair. I mean, how many houses have you set fire to? I mean, none you can prove. <laughs> and that's the important thing. Yes, it is. It's only a crime when you get arrested. Yep. Remember that, kids. <laughs> if you don't get caught, you didn't do anything wrong. So, uh, they take off, but they're being pursued by Green Goblin truck. Yep. And some dude, like, some dude who has absolutely no name in the entire movie sees a lady who was killed with the window of her car by it rolling up on her as she's trying to crawl out. And she's got, like, costume jewelry ring on her finger. And he decides that it must be worth a lot of money and goes to grab it and then gets run over by the green goblin truck for his troubles. Yep. And then uh Gordon Shumway blows it up and everyone rejoices. They head off on the sailboat and there's a joke about throwing up and we are treated to resolution to plot by text slide. Cause that's LDR. rewarding. And the survivors are survivors. Yep. And a, a Russian, quote, weather satellite, end quote, blew up a UFO because it was full of nukes. And then everything was fine, except for, I guess, probably most of the Earth died. Yep. The end. And that's Maximum Overdrive. So, Chris, what did you think of the movie? You know, it starts out kind of promising. It starts out with the bridge, and there's a bunch of shit exploding and getting wrecked, and ACDC's playing, and it's stupid, but you're like, you know, I might be able to get on board with this level of stupid shit. And then and then some trucks come alive, and they, they, they blow them up with mystery rocket launchers, and then it just kind of putters out, and you're left with 45 minutes of movie. And then you're just kind of like, yep, they're driving in a circle. <laughs> hey, they're still driving. They're going to get on a sailboat. There's six minutes left of this movie. How in the fuck are they going to wrap this up? Oh, oh, with text at the end. Cool. Thanks, Stephen <laughs> King. You really don't know how to end this movie, do you? I mean, it, it, it has its charms. I'm not going to say it doesn't. This is definitely a movie where 
I, I could see having a pretty good time if you had a couple of friends over, you had a couple of beers, you were kind of hoot hollering and jabbering back and forth as it's going. Maybe throw it on when you're doing something else. It's it's not the worst thing ever. It's just really starts dragging about the halfway point. When you get to the point where they're in the truck stop and you have the realization where, oh, fuck, the rest of this is happening in this truck stop. That's where it kind of goes downhill. But I mean, hey, I say give it a go. You could do worse. It has it has its moments. I give it maybe watch it out of maybe watch it. <laughs> Mr. Troy, your thoughts? Well, I kind of I I hate to just like echo exactly what you said, but pretty much exactly what you said. Um, I mean, this is one of those hangover movies where, you know, you wake up Saturday morning and you can't get back to sleep, but you had a whole lot to drink Friday night. And you need something to throw on the TV while you're making yourself some eggs and some bacon and some toast. And you're like, well, let's just put this on. It's not going to tax my brain at all. Some of it will be enjoyable. But the problem is you really should watch the first half of this movie and then go make your breakfast because that would be the smart way to do it. You don't want to make your breakfast during the beginning of this movie when things are actually kind of interesting and then have to watch the rest. So I will say eh, probably don't watch this unless you really need something mindless to watch and then have to go do something for the last half of the movie. So, but, but thank you, RCB. I really wish we could have had Brett on for this episode because I really would have liked to know what Brett had to say about this movie. If I don't know if we can make him watch it before the next episode because I would love to hear him uh, wax poetic about it, but that may be uh, a mystery consigned to history. I mean, just assume he went on a 15 minute tirade about ACDC. Yeah, and probably ended with a knob, bro. Yeah, yeah. That classic thing. <laughs> so, Chris, what are we watching next week? Uh, you know I don't know that. I told you this earlier. I will review, but I don't think you did. I don't think I actually did. No, it is, in fact, Dead Alive. Ooh. The, uh, yeah, the... Um, Peter Jackson joint. Yes, before he did The Lord of the Rings. Uh, and it was suggested to us by... Brett Sontag, two-legged bringer of destruction, who uh, our Brett likes to refer to as his cousin because they have the same similar, actually similar first names. I, one of them has one less T than the other. That, that really is his cousin. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I thought he was joking. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that is actually his cousin. Oh uh, shit! I thought that was just a bit because no. his name, his first name, was almost the same. No, no, I'm pretty sure that's that's a legit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been made to look like a fool. <laughs> that you have. You have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, well, that's usually the case when that happens. <laughs> 
So with, what if other people with tenuous family connections want to recommend something, Troy? Or just say well, hi? Well, you know, I mean, if you're going to talk to your family, usually Facebook's a good way to do that. And uh, we are Slaughterhouse Princess on Facebook. Uh, we are SHP Podcast uh, on Reddit. We uh, we have a subreddit, actually. Um, I believe Chris is Podcast Chris or at, on, on Reddit. I'm just first initial, last name, T-Lens. Brett probably doesn't even know what Reddit is. Uh, on Twitter, we are Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels and princess. Uh, you can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com, which also works as a handy recovery email address for certain other email addresses, which may have been mentioned earlier on this podcast, like earlier episodes, not this actual podcast. Uh, I don't know. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Music. Um, I mean, if you want to give us money directly, you can go through patreon.thorachprincess.com. If you want to buy stuff with our logo on it, which was, I believe, created by Chris's son. Yes. So, you know, if you want to validate Chris as a parent, you could go to store.thorachprincess.com and order stuff there. Uh, we have stickers, uh, tapestries which you may have seen a video of an unboxing of because i i got chris one you can get real big ones if you're curious (laughs) (laughs) Uh, large enough to wrap a body in just saying um i don't know there's probably some other bullshit that i don't remember so fair enough yeah i've uh i'm eight beers in at this point maybe nine (laughs) so i will just say uh other podcasts think about horror movies we drink about horror movies bye that's all i want i want two hours of pork in